0: peaceful positive parents or at least people who would really like to be peaceful positive parents remember this is the place i know i say this every time but you do have permission to to make as many mistakes as you do as a parent and be a mess as a parent and really this is the place where you do have a warm-hearted invitation to leave some of your parenting pain behind today i want to talk about the grace and greatness of gratitude Gopi Nair, a gratitude practitioner, and I have a book coming out. It's called Grumpy to Grateful, Grow Your and Your Kids Grey Matter. There's This is, I hope, that you'll be able to put this into practice today, and I hope I give you enough reasons to become a super spreader of gratitude. I'd like to start the podcast with a quote that I really like. It It says, uh, The only people with whom you should try to get even are those who have helped you. It's from John Southard. And I can imagine living a life like that is the opposite of resentment and falls very nicely into um, spending time and energy and mind space, actually, on being grateful. So... I just, I'm just i so excited to share this with you because a simple thing like gratitude has so many benefits. So Dr. Joe Dispenza, I've talked about him before, he's an international speaker. Uh, he's a researcher and an author, and his postgraduate training includes neuroscience and much more than that. And it relates to mind-body coherence, you know, when everything's running smoothly. And his research which is extensive, says that anger shuts down our immune systems and gratitude improves it by 50%. I think that is a miracle. And not only that, it's an achievable miracle, especially nowadays, when we really want our immune system to be so strong. And then positive psychology offers really interesting studies that support a whole host of benefits these benefits are amazing so imagine to spend part more of your day in gratitude and these are the benefits you'll get I'll read the list it's you'll have a higher volume of gray matter in the right inferior temporal gyrus of your brain in other words that's why we call the book grow your and your kids gray matter it also changes the neural structures in our brains to make us feel happier It also gives us better relationships at home and at work by building and sustaining bonds. Gratitude also improves our overall health, and they have studies to prove this. Gratitude lessens stress, anxiety, depression, and grief. Gratitude improves sleep quality. In fact, Gopi, the co-author, says that it's like his sleeping pill. He feels gratitude as much as he can during the day, and before he goes to bed, he practices gratitude, and he calls it his sleeping pill. Gratitude builds emotional awareness and resilience. That's an important statement. Emotional awareness. Imagine being the master of your mind and your big emotions and being resilient when someone else is is having a big emotion. You don't need to get drawn into it as easily. Gratitude improves efficiency, productivity, and responsibility. This is interesting. It's a natural antidepressant, almost the same as medication. And gratitude produ- produces contentment. It releases dopamine and serotonin, you know, the feel-good hormones. It releases toxic emotions with you doing nothing else other than practicing gratitude. It You can experience healing effects in the body. And it actually reduces physical pain. So that is the greatness of gratitude. It really is like a miracle. So... I'd like to talk a little bit, just share a couple of the strategies that we have set out for you in the book that will help. But In the meantime, one simple way to practice gratitude is um, to, uh, well, especially I'll talk about with kids first. So uh, you know, <laughs> you know, kids having a temper tantrum. I've talked about that a lot, and we encourage our parents to practice not getting involved when the kid has a temp- temper tantrum until it's over, just uh, to keep yourself calm, even though the kid isn't. And I wanted to share with you about uh, Jordan Peterson. He's a former professor of psychology uh, at, let's see, University of Toronto. Yeah. And he talks about how to self-regulate, how to get your kids to self-regulate when they act out. And I really love this because, you know, parents don't take their authority. They don't want to be mean to their kids and so on. But it's not mean to help a child self-regulate because nobody else can self-regulate for us. We have to learn to do it ourselves. How we know that to be true is because what's going on inside of us is inside of us. What's going on inside of a child is inside of them. It's things that they're going to have to learn to regulate. So uh, we say, you know, you've heard me say this probably quite a few times. We say, um, you know, do things like Kegels. Do, recite baseball stats. Sing a few bars of your favorite song when a child is having a temper tantrum. Another way to handle this, Jordan Peterson, I love that he says this, he there, he, he's no-nonsense if you've ever heard him, I recommend listening to him. But when his son, for example, would get in a temper tantrum, he would put him on, put him in a timeout, and he'd say, uh, now when you're ready to be social, then you can come back to the family activity. You know, and then in this way, children learn the consequences of their emotions when they're not self-regulating them. And... And they also learn how to self-regulate for their own good and the good of others around them. So I remember Jordan talking about this in one of his YouTubes, and he said, and then he'd go back to see if his son was ready. Are you ready to come out of the timeout and into the family activity? Grrr, the kid would go, no. <laughs> and so Jordan would say, okay. And over time, of course, the child realizes uh, that this is getting them nowhere. The anger's getting them nowhere. And, you know, when we have a temper tantrum, even as adults, we hope it gets us somewhere. It gets us in trouble. So what, we're, what we encourage here is while somebody's having a temper tantrum, acting out, you know, all that stuff, and they're in a timeout, you think of all the reasons you're grateful for that child so you don't get riled up yourself. And while we're on the subject, it just popped to mind that, uh, you know, Sadhguru, he's uh, a Vasudev. He's one of the most prominent philanthropists in the world with over a million volunteers. He's hoping everyone that, um, you know, he, he's helping he feed the hungry, helping everyone to come back to their nature. He's kind of a remarkable human being. Anyway, he, he says that if you can keep a, a joyful home, If you can be how you want your kids to be, let me say that again because I love it. If you can be how you want your kids to be, then that's what they'll learn because they're observers. This is another reason to practice gratitude instead of getting upset. Now, having said that, if at the end of a temper tantrum, with a child it's good to tell them that you know they need to notice how upset they've been and that's not good for their well-being and that's your concern so the responsibility in the end is put on the child to self-regulate you can start this very young only because it's true so another thing about gratitude is Grateful people are happy people. Have you noticed? I love that idea. Grateful people are happy people. So the thing is, are you outsourcing your happiness? That's the thing is we want to be able to get in touch with our own inner happiness at any time, no matter what's going on. And if you practice gratitude, then that's one way to do it. Here's another example you can use with kids. Is, um, so think about your child is, and, and you're thinking they won't do chores and stuff and they're lazy and they don't contribute and they're entitled. So aside from giving them really strong boundaries, like they need the boundaries so that they, they know what works in the world and what doesn't because really la- laziness will, won't work for them. And we, so we want to teach them that. So say your child is really lazy. One way to come into uh, gratitude for your child and then be clear about exp- explaining boundaries, about helping in the house and so on, is uh, to, to turn that around. That's one of Byron Katie's ideas. So the child is lazy, then turn it around and say the child is, um, is productive or really good at things and does does these certain things with enthusiasm and regularly they're not lazy at all about them and then you find three concrete real true ideas about how it's true like maybe they're very very creative you know find three concrete examples this will dissolve your upset about that the child being lazy put you state put put you in a state of gratitude for them it's like balancing the negative with the positive and then you come more to a neutral state that's what this is about. And so if you can think of three things you're grateful for, uh, for that child, and that they're not just lazy, but they're also the opposite, then you you become balanced. And that's what we care about is your well-being. So you can pass that on to your kids. In the next episode, please join me to learn a little bit more about uh, ways you can put gratitude to practice in your home. Talk to you then. Thank you for listening and making your parenting life and your child's life more positive and peaceful. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, please subscribe and rate and review it on your favorite podcast player. If you'd like to take a Kid Code course, yep, you can do it in the time it takes to have a coffee break. If you'd like to become a Kid Code teacher, or if you want to reach me directly to talk about anything Kid Code, I'm here, thekidcode.ca instant evolution into positive, peaceful parenting, one upset at a time.